Hi, everybody. We're here again with Andy Lopez, the Invisible Gardener. Thank you again, Andy, for really pushing me to do this with you. The more I delve into the soil, the more interesting and kind of fired up I get. And I just can't tell you enough how much you're doing for our local community and how much I'm inspired by Vendana Shiva. I mean, she really is connecting the basis or, or, to everybody of our human civilization is the soil. Exactly. Right. Basis of all civilization is the soil. Exactly right. And human civilization, I'm quoting her because it was fascinating. Human is comes from humus. Yeah, right. And humus is Latin the for soil. soil. Exactly right. So essentially, we are the soil. Exactly right. We are the soil. That's why you coined this from the soil to your soul. It's so important. It's so important. And I watch her all the time. She she uh, uh, gives me you know uh, power to work. She, she says, I, I, I say, I'm not the only one doing this. I'm not the only one telling people we got to wake up, folks. And, no, you know, I know. You have so much energy, Andy. And I've got to say um, to everybody, a happy belated birthday to Andy. May I say your age? Sure, I don't care. <laughs> 74, working hard, the hardest man I know, working hard. And doing doing what you you know you do what you say you you're you're a living example of healing the soil and I'm just inspired. Listen, I have to tell you something really cool. I have a next door neighbor. He had a thousand acres in some place. He took his company took the thousand acres and re restored the natural habitat, restored the animals coming back, restored the birds coming back, restored the soil. And of course, we talked. He didn't have. He didn't know. He didn't think too much about microbes or minerals. He just wanted everything to be functioning back the way it was. And that was his business. And he sold the property. He lives next door, <laughs> and he loves the website. And he understands about restoration. You know yeah. about bringing things back to life. He used animals. Animals. Animals used to roam through the place from their other next door neighbors and went down to the beach and destroyed everything. He said, "Let's channel everything. Let's make everything." Function and they brought the creatures back, the animals back. They had to keep all the other people's pets because they would go out to chase after birds. They said we banned cats because the cats would kill birds by the thousand. It, and it's, it was very um, touching for me because I said, "Oh wow, we want him as a guest. We want to see tell people that other people can do this too. It's not just us. That's the whole point. The whole point is that you and I." make up the world. The world as individuals have to stand up and say, we're not going to go for that anymore. That's why I like Vandana Shiva. I like what she says. That's why everybody can grow a little bit of food. Exactly and right. And dependent on their own supply. And, and just if everyone could get their hands dirty, get their feet in the soil. I mean, so why don't we start with the seeds, Andy? I know you have a pretty extensive seed bank. And, you know, I thought about Olivia Newton-John last night because they recognized her in the Grammys. And she gave you, she was a customer of yours. <clears throat> yes, she did. She gave you some phenomenal seeds. I could run over there and get them and show them to you because uh, John was her husband's name. Uh, they do a, uh, they, John does a, uh, a vitamin, a natural vitamin company or something along those lines where people take this product to make them feel better. So he goes around the world getting stuff from originally from there. So he went to Peru, him and, and, and uh, Olivia went to Peru 
and they, and they toured all of Peru, and everybody loved them. They, this one guy came up to them and gave them this, these seeds that they had broken down into little bags. I mean, they're grains only found in Peru, from, from corn to whatever type of grain. And he gave two, one for him and one for her. And when they came back to the state, each of them came to me and gave me their package. I got two of them. Yes. And this packet, you know, seeds can last forever stored, but I, I actually, Olivia says, you have to grow one of these corns. I, I can't believe that corn is amazingly purple and dark and rich. Grow that, because they saw it in, 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 in Peru, the way they were growing, and they ate some of it. It was like absolutely amazing, the energy they got from it, the food they got from it, and it was growing up in Peru in the high altitude. So the, what climate change, right? It didn't bother at all. So, so I, I, grew, I grew a couple of plants, and it grew taller than me, really, really super tall, about the stalk was like that. And they had these things of corn on them. And it's like, holy cow. And just to grow those in the United States and, and, the, and the grains in the United States will blow people away because it can handle it. It can handle this. So, yes, yeah, see, I knew from seeds right from the beginning. What's the point of being a gardener, right, if you don't have seeds? Well, I always use starters. Like I've said in one of your, your other shows, it was scary to go, grow from a seed. But what I'm also realizing what's so frightening is Monsanto is the biggest holder of our seeds. Exactly they're, right. And, they, and, and, and they're not, uh, I don't think they're, those are genetically modified seeds, aren't they? Monsanto so, is buying out organic seed companies and putting them out of business. So what do we do? We have to that's really his approach. That's his approach. Their approach. We can't. We can't put you out of business legally. We'll buy you. I'll give you a billion dollars, and you'll never see that company's organic seeds again. How's that? That's exactly what they do. And Monsanto. It should be wrong. A whole I, uh, 20, 30 years ago, I said, "Warning, danger, Will Robinson," because I was complaining about a corporation that developed a technology to change genes, right at the gene level, put a chemical in there. And that should be a technology that should be open to the world. If the scientists were working for the benefit of mankind, we wouldn't be having problems with food. Oh, no, they put Roundup in there for the benefit of the corporation. And when they first said, well, we're going to put Roundup in this thing, and therefore we don't have to use as much Roundup. Well, guess what? They're using more Roundup than ever before. Right. And the genetically modified food, it's just that. It doesn't grow the way nature intended it. No, it's a it's a real it's a crime what's going on. This I, I love some of these politicians that they're we don't this isn't a democracy. This is a crime syndicate. I a hundred and fifty thousand farmers have killed themselves in India yeah. over the last ten years based on because of Monsanto and the, exactly right. the pillaging. Not just in their, India, in Africa. And you know what else they've done? They're trying to patent things that have been in India for thousands of years. Neem, she had to fight them to get back the, um, right. the store there, the, the neem, because this the U.S. was trying to say that they uh, just created it, and then they actually patented it, and she had to fight, and she won. Of and course, I think she's writing a book on all the things she's fought and all the things she's won. So what could we do, like, individually, Andy, in our own homes. First thing you do is you learn to grow. The second thing you do is every plant, for every four or five plants that you grow, like lettuce or you did the, uh, the celery thing, you know how to produce seeds. Let it grow to seeds. Right. Generate your own seeds. So seeds. you let one plant 
row all the way cuckoo until it does it. All the way through it. All the way through the thing. It dries out. Right. You want to learn how to pick it because if you leave it alone, the wind will come and blow it. You have this seed. Like you're going to have this, uh, the, your seeds and stuff all over the neighborhood because the wind oh, will spread it up. Huh? So wasn't Jones property a PCH? Didn't, wasn't that a celery farm? Yeah. Right. Exactly right. And so, um, so you have to learn the process, you know, it's just like in cooking. Uh, and I've been doing it for so long. I'm actually, you know, you learn. It's natural for me to let something go. When I was a kid, I used to let it go to seed for some, something internally. He said, let it go to seed. And I would be sorry. Oh, I hate to pick you now. I would wait for the seed to be fully. And then I, I learned from experience. If I grow that same plant from seed, the plant's totally different than if I bought it, you know, from somewhere else or brought the plant totally different because genetically it'll start to change according to the environment it's in and if it loves it here it's just go it'll go nuts it tastes better it's it learns how to deal with the what happens is that this the, the plant has to develop a relationship with the microbes in the soil so there's no real microbes in the soil the plant's not going to have any relationship and it's just going to be okay what are we going to do now right <laughs> it's like you know and that's the key to it. And, I, and I've learned that from experience because as a good gardener, I, I, I always have, a, I had this talk with a, a lawyer who says about genetically modified organisms. And he was very upset because Monsanto took some guy to court, Montana somewhere, and they won. And the reason why they won, their logic was, there's nothing wrong with genetically modified organisms. And that's true, except for one minor thing. See, genetically modified organisms is broken up into three different categories. People don't know that. Genetically engineered organisms, it's one, it's one of them. Then it's genetically modified. Now, genetically modified is a little more tricky. Because as a gardener, or you as a gardener, you grow tomato, like your tomato plants in your backyard. You say, oh, this is delicious. You take the seeds from that and you start it again. You're genetically modified. Because those tomatoes will be that particular Gen genetics that you love in that tomato. You do that every year, every year, you can have an incredible tomato that only you grow in your area. That's it. That's genetically modified. Everything you buy in the store is genetically modified. Humans are genetically modified. We're not any different. We're di we are different, right? We're not identical to our parents. We're different. You see, so when so when people say I want to I want to I want my kid to have blonde hair, I want he's genetically modifying that that product. So genetically engineered is different. And there's also another section where you say, take food, take a cell and expose it to uh, nuclear you know, radiation, that and then it gets modified. We're going to use that. These people had the balls to say, okay, genetically modified organisms that are exposed to radiation is natural, so it should be organic. They took them to court and lost because they were going to run food through genetic, you know, to uh, radioactive waste, expose them to radiation, and then modify them. So how's that? So, so we have to be very careful in, in our uh, understanding terminology because it's not genetically modified, it's genetically engineered. It's something wrong when you take a, a, a gene of a pig and put it into a corn or take, you take the chemical Roundup and put it into a corn. Nature does not do that. <laughs> so it's not natural and it's not... It should be studied for thousands of years because what it does to people, what it does to the environment, is not an immediate thing. Well, then why does it say non-GMO? It should say non-GEO? Exactly right, because they're following the, the whole thing. Is, no, non-GMO is wrong. 
because it's not it it it, it, it it's a they felt they have fallen we have fallen for the terminology and then they keep wanting to keep pushing that because in the backs of people's heads we're going to continue doing these not could they want to say that uh, you know radiation it's natural because how natural can it not be right they still want to put that in there and that's why they're saying non-gmo because it's it's what they really means not genetically engineered because you take them to court they will lose again and again and again whoever fights it saying this is genetically modified safe see but if they say genetically engineered they will lose and it's, and what's happening around the world monsanto is pumping money to get people onto onto their genetically modified seeds you know well, and then they're suing them if they don't follow through uh well she had i mean yeah vendana she's fought them but so it just seems so ginormous when you talk of it on that those terms like the non-gmo markings really there's a technicality there but yeah. anyway people understand that <clears throat> yeah we should be eating real foods. Exactly right. Food will have junk body. Hard to keep these children off the sugar. And the sugar is not even real sugar. But you know, it's, wheat. Wheat is not the same wheat that we wheat have been eating for thousands of years. You know what else I heard that is going on? Is they're trying to, um, what is the word? Um, extinct. Put, put certain grains into extinction. Right. Um, amaranth. They're exactly saying right. amaranth. Well, people do eat amaranth. Yes, they do. It's, it's a wonderful substitute for bread. They want to, I mean, that's really kind of, I mean. They want to sell you their product. They want you to have no choice in buying. Look, the organic seed business. Grow grain in, in, in California? I mean. Yeah, amaranth. How do you process it? You have to have the whole. It'll grow in a desert. <laughs> so, yeah, we and it's a grain. Desert. We are a desert. People. Yeah, and it'll grow in a, as a grain. It's a wonderful grain. It'll grow. Lots of things to grow in Peru will grow here because here yeah, it's a little bit of a desert over there also. Right. But but it, what's important for us to realize is that, uh, the, you know, for I was going to say that, okay, so they have all these companies that have been selling heirloom organic seeds or all these organic farmers that are growing organic produce. Their very livelihood is being threatened because the chemical companies are making it very difficult. For example, there was a court case where uh, organic farmers sued Monsanto because their genetically modified seed was blowing over to them. So now they pass a new rule for organic organic certification. The first ten rows cannot be certified organic. Which is I, like, I heard something like this: the the genetic seeds were blowing over, so Monsanto busted that farm, saying. Yeah. You've seeds when it was actually through the right uh, right it's such a monopolizing crazy crazy exactly and now to be certified organic you have to say the first five rows of your property cannot be cannot be certified organic and they were eventually going to say you can't even do do your whole farm certified organic because these guys are all over the place you see that's what they want to do they want to cut out the years what they say for years is you cannot feed the word world if you're growing organically that's just, that's the thing that's what they're saying you cannot feed the world if you're growing organically right that is not true that is not true at all not true at all i love to get in conversation with these people are you we're all going to starve but we want to grow organically because you're limited and that's wrong 
Absolutely. And what they say, I can talk to them word for word and counteract that because anybody, any knowledge and all, if you're a good farmer, it gets better and better and better. You produce more and more and more, and it costs you less and less and less, and the food is better. You're not destroying the earth as opposed to the chemical waste, which costs more. You're destruction, no food value. No. And I, I, uh, a long time ago, I, I did a challenge. Any guy, any person who wants to grow 10 acres for 10 years with me for 10 years, should be sponsored by individual people, you know, companies pay for it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> At the end of 10 years, I'll be producing a hundred times more than that farmer. It'll be sustainable. That means you leave it alone, basically works by itself. The food has value. Everybody's healthier. And, and let me see what this guy will do. He'll have to pay more and more and more and more money, more and more money. At the end of 10 years, he says, I'm out. I'm done. The land is destroyed. Nothing is happening. That's, and that's true. Uh, Rodale people will tell you that. They publish a publication. Everybody says, that's wrong. That, that's from Rodale. That's what you expect from Rodale. You know, Rodale has been doing organic gardening for a billion years. You know. Can you spell that? Rodale, R-O-D-A-L-E. Oh, Rod Rodale. Yeah. And what is it, a catalog of a... Um... No, see, they, they put out organic gardening magazine for starters. Oh. The people who did that for thousands of years, you know, some long time. Recently, they sold Organic Gardening Magazine to somebody else, but they maintain their, they have an institute somewhere that they, you know, they do organic farming, the whole 10 yards, and they, they do reports that you can read. Uh, the, the recent last report that I got from them saying, showing how you can be sustainable, how you can really be sustainable, how the farm can grow better and better and better. And it challenges all these other things that chemical companies are constantly pulling out. I know you can't feed the world organically, right? Oh, they're back. They're actually bringing that up. That oh yeah, they 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 argue. They, that's so great. They that's argue with anybody. Oh yeah, we can prove it. It's starting to happen. People are waking up a little bit about this. I mean, well, I hope so. I've been doing it for so long. I don't really see any movement. I go out there, see people eating junk food left and right. People are going just as crazy as ever, and I'm going. So is it getting better? Or is it getting worse? So. I mean, the, the, the bad guys are coming up with such clever ways of controlling you, uh, controlling us. Fear. They figured out fear. Let's do, let's scare the, the heck out of them. And what, they'll do whatever. And also food. If we give them crappy food, they don't have the energy to fight us. <laughs> They're right. dying. I mean, we're, it's already hard enough with the water. I'm just hearing, God, the worst thing you could do is boil tap water. Don't. Right. It's just concentrate. It's just concentrate. Yeah, the fluoride actually changes to fluorazine. Yeah, right. Makes you even more right. you know, brain damaged. And fluoride by itself has been known to cause brain cancer, just all by itself. You know, and so when I when I first heard about it a long time ago, I said, "You're kidding me." I know. And and it's not just for the body; it's the Earth's body. So we're constantly all these homeowners. Sprinkler system, guess what's going on through their system? Fluoridated water, which kills bacteria, which kills the natural soil. So the, no wonder the poor soil is dying. Human right. beings are very good at destruction. We are very good at killing things, destroying things left and right. And right. it's hard to change that. I mean, I can't really get my hands around, how do you change a human being's nature to go on and destroy things? It's, it's habits. You have to, I mean, it's kind of changing habits. Consciousness, right. Well, and right, the, the, uh, exactly. Your consciousness. There's nothing bigger than our consciousness. Exactly right, and that's important. That, and that's what we're trying to do. That's all I've ever been trying to do. I, and, and when I first, my first book, 
how to heal the earth in your spare time. I just wanted to say, you don't have to change anything. Just change your lifestyle a little bit. Be more aware of what you're doing. And, and, and I, I, I teach the five R's. You know what they are, right? What, what are the five R's? Reuse, recycle, rethink, replant. And I think this redo, reduce, reuse, reduce. rethink, replant. When I was a kid, they taught you the five R's. I said, you're missing the other two. They're just as important. You know, when we think. I I... the Haponopono prayer. Yeah. Do you know what that? No, tell me. I love you. Thank you. I forgive you. I'm sorry. Great, great. Ancient Hawaiian. I take the phone off the thing. I missed that. (laughs) Ponopono. Well, Andy, I think uh, we got to wrap it up right now. Yeah, that was the it. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for having me do this with you. And let's, we'll do another one before the week's up. Great. You're going to end it with happy growing again. Wait, say it again. I knew that. Okay. Happy growing, everybody. Organically, of course. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to my show or watching it. See you next week. Remember, it's invisiblegardener.com. That's me, Invisible Gardener. Bye. Bye.